Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning and welcome to the award-winning program, Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Sue Tab, along with my co-host Kendra Petroni, and we are both really excited to be joined by today's guest. We have spoken to her on the program before, but it has been quite a while. We are joined this morning by Kim Kerrigan, one of Boston's most popular and trusted media personalities. Kim is well known for her work on TV and radio, but in our conversation today, she's going to tell us about an exciting new project. Welcome, Kim. You guys, thank you so much for having me. I I, got to tell you, um, I wish that we could have been rolling for the last 20 minutes that all of us have just spent here in in the studio, just gossiping, just getting caught up. No, we were crowdsourcing marketing ideas. We were doing the whole thing. But Kim, I want to ask you, because you're obviously a very well-known entity here in Boston, your career has taken you to several TV stations, to Bloomberg Radio, Channel 7, Fox. Did you always know from a young age that you wanted to be a journalist? Okay, so let me back up, you know, just a few years and share how all of this started. Uh, When I was a kid, um, my my dad is, you know, just the biggest sports fan on earth. And I grew up in St. Louis. And I grew up at the time uh, that the Cardinals were a football team in St. Louis, not in Arizona. Oh, okay. So we followed them very, very closely. (laughs) And I was enamored with the people who announced the games. Oh. This was, I can remember this as being like a 10-year-old little girl. Mm -hmm. I have no brothers, so I grew up in a household of women and dad. So um, anyway, I kept saying over and over as a kid, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to be a sports anchor. I'm going to be a sports anchor. Someday, dad, I think I wanted to please him, you know, I'll be announcing the Cardinals for you. Well, the long and short of it is I went away to journalism school, and when I got to the University of Missouri, a very smart professor said to me, before you make a decision about going into sports, why don't you just think about broadcast in general Mm -hmm. and most specifically news? And the reason was because at that point, I was never going to get a job as a woman. Right. You know, there were two or three women in the country. Right. We're doing sports. Well, that's so funny right. you say that because when I w- when I would watch Monday Night Football, I think Melissa Stark was one of the first right. sideline reporters that I remember watching yep. right. for Monday Night Football. And I remember thinking, that's what I want to do. And I'm not, I mean, I love sports, but it was not a focus of what I wanted. Right. But she, I saw her and I was like, sure. that's what I want. I want to be on the sideline doing that. And my parents did the same thing, like, you know. Maybe. Well, and thankfully the landscape has changed <laughs> right. for that now, and there are a lot more females. But at the time, Absolutely. it was so male-dominated, you right. would have been really limiting your 
uh, opportunities. Well, you were either a woman who was at the network level immediately because right. there was that, right. that, those were the only ones. But you certainly were not a local sports anchor. There were no women right. who were local sports anchors at that point. Yeah. So um, I, to this day, am grateful to that professor who sat me down and said, let's think this through. Uh, just broaden your horizons. And uh, that certainly was the right direction for me to go. But yeah. I do love sports. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's kind of go on that a little bit. So you went to the University of Missouri to study broadcast journalism. It's where you met your husband, Randy. So what was that like? Uh, well, College sweethearts? Okay. <laughs> College Randy and I, sweethearts. I, yeah, I love that story. I got to tell you, this is a, it's a funny story that my kids laugh about to this day. Um, I knew Randy all through college at a distance. University of Missouri, a big place. Yeah. There's 25,000 students at that point. And I knew him from a distance, but I, I didn't really know him all that well. I went on spring break my junior year to Florida with sorority sisters. And we met up with a group from the University of Missouri who were down there, a bunch of guys. And they came to our hotel room to hang out. And I remember Randy sitting across the room. I can see him so clearly sitting there. I didn't really know him. I, I just could see him. But he caught your eye. I, 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 I mean, again, I had known him sort of from school, mm -hmm. but that was it. Never in my wildest dreams <laughs> did I know standing there that that would be someone I would marry, have two children, 35 years of marriage at this point, and wow. the best friend I've ever had. So, so that uh, was a good trip to Florida. Yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> this is why I said to my kids, nope, no spring break. Yeah, no spring break. We're not bringing home I know exactly <laughs> what goes on. Talk to, I know that there's a couple of people um, that you went to school with that are now sort of big names in the in the industry. Just, just go ahead and name drop for us. <laughs> By Do the way, this, this was prior to knowing Randy, right? Okay. <laughs> so um, I went to school with Brad Pitt, and I also went to school with That's Cheryl right, Crow. That's right, Missouri. I know his whole biography. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So Brad was there, and Cheryl Crow was there. And Cheryl Crow was a very good friend of mine. Cheryl and I worked for the athletic department together and we recruited athletes for the University of Missouri. Oh so God. she and I flew all over the country with the football coaches and the basketball coaches to meet young, you know, potential recruits. And obviously when you're recruiting young men, you take, you know, co-eds along to talk about what the social life yeah. at the school is all about. It's like, yeah. And uh, so she and I would go and we would meet these young men and their families, you know, and wow. uh, and talk about the University of Missouri and what it was like and so on and so forth. So anyway, Cheryl, uh, she, she's been to my parents' home many times. Oh, and, uh, that so is so cool. I knew her well. Uh, the interesting thing is that my husband dated her prior to, I guess, Stop. our rendezvous in the Florida uh, uh, hotel room. So, <laughs> yeah. oh. so that's, that's an that's interesting a little, little tidbit. This is yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. So, and did and, uh, Brad, did you know Brad I personally did know Brad. or know of Brad? I did know Brad. Um, so Brad was uh, one of those kids who was, you know, in the, in the acting world there at school. Uh, he was also a member of Greek life. And um, he was my escort for, because I knew him and he was such a nice person. He's a year younger than I am. Um, he was my escort for a few functions. Um, not not wow. my date. I'm not going to call it my date. He was my escort for a few Yeah, things. you kept it platonic. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. But um, he was he was the cutest thing you've ever seen. I believe that. Um, yeah. 
But no one at that point could have said to me that eventually he'd be on the cover of People magazine as right. the sexiest man alive, right? right? He was just this really cute guy who was a lot of fun. Oh, my God. He was all over my bedroom. Legends of the Fall. It was, it's one of my yeah. favorite movies ever. <laughs> like, I wanted to name all of my children Tristan. It was, like, my favorite, favorite character ever. That's cool. When, I, when I worked at Fox, um, we were interviewing Brad, and we were doing it on satellite. And people had talked about the fact that I knew Brad, and I don't think they really believed me. So we're getting ready for this interview, and uh, we haven't started to roll yet, and he's sitting there. And they said to me in my earpiece, Kim, establish with Brad and make sure he can hear you. And I said, okay. And I said, Brad? And he looked up. I could see him, and he said, yes. And I said, hi. And I said, this is Kim Gilder. That was my name, of course, my maiden name. He goes, what? Stop. Let's not record. I want to speak to this woman. Kim, how are you? The whole control room, I was like, there you go, you guys. I told you. You're like, ha-ha, I'm not making up stories. (laughs) That's so awesome. Talk a little bit about coming here to Boston. Um, I think it was, was it Channel 7 that you first started at? Your first TV job in Boston? I did. And I think the landscape was sort of changing in the news world. Talk a little bit about that. Well, Sunbeam had just bought the station. And anybody who knows uh, the history of TV here in the marketplace knows that when Sunbeam came into town, um, Mm. many people in the media were not happy about it. Mm. Uh, They were that rock and roll, rock'em, sock'em, you know, lots of flash. And um, and it wasn't received really well in the beginning. And when well, I it was, was so different, it was different than what we were accustomed to. Right. Yeah. Right. Long form. Right. Um, you know, right. this was a this was um, a style that you didn't see the anchors very much because they were covered by a lot of video. Um, it had come out of Miami, and I was interviewed for the job, and I was warned by a lot of people in the business about taking the job at Channel 7, saying to go to work for Sunbeam could possibly alter your career path. Um, But I didn't believe that, and I had met the people who ran the place, and I liked them a lot, and I thought that they were maybe doing something that was the future of TV versus, you know, trying to turn the marketplace upside down. So... I took the job, and I've certainly never regretted that. Right. And uh, obviously, we saw the changes that occurred uh, thanks to Sunbeam, and it's across the industry now. Yeah. Wow. And then eventually, you moved up the dial, and you co-anchored what used to be called the Fox 25 uh, Morning News with Gene Levanchi. But what was it like going from night to morning TV? Yeah. Because that's like <laughs> it's like going to the opposite ends of the earth. It, yeah. it, right? was, it was the opposite end of the earth. I, I was leaving my house the same time I would have been getting home oh, right. when I was doing 11 o'clock yeah. news. Yeah. Um, so that was an adjustment. No two ways about it. And you ladies understand the concept of mourning. Oh, we do. Change. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and there's a lot to be said for it, I do have to tell you. Um, but it's tough and it does take its toll. And it, it was great for me at the time when I went to mornings because my kids were in high school. And uh, it gave me the opportunity to get home and see sports, yeah, and see those kinds that's of things. What I like which, about the, it. right, yeah. absolutely. So it's a great. It was a great shift for a mom. Um, it was troublesome in that my kids would put me to bed, which was a little odd. Right. You know, yeah. Gracie was pretty young at the time, and she'd come in and she'd rub my face and say night night, <laughs> which was very strange. But uh, but it was it, it, in the end that was a very good thing for me. And you know, m- my good friend Cindy Fitz. Uh, Gibbon over on Channel 5 now. Uh, I know Cindy stays on that morning shift. You know, she has she options. Does. But she wants that morning shift 
and that's for a that reason. reason. Yeah, so her boys are finished. You know, yeah. so it's important for moms, and it, it does turn out to be a good thing. Um, but going to the morning show was a. It was interesting. I was thrilled to go with Gene because Gene and I had worked together at Channel 7. Right. He was the sports anchor. Yep. Right. And he had jumped That's over right. chairs to the, the news desk. You guys were a great team. Yeah. We really had a ton fun. Of fun. Yeah. And, uh, and he's my dear, dear friend and to this day. And uh, I, But it was interesting because he had already made the switch. And I kept asking him, do you think that my evening skills can transfer to a morning show? Which is very different, as you guys know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? it is. Uh, I didn't know if they were going to transfer. And he kept saying, you can do it. You can do it. Yeah. So, uh, And you did. And I did. <laughs> and it, it, it turned out to be, honestly, one of the greatest experiences I've ever had. Was yeah. After you years. left there, Kim, you made your first pivot into radio, first as a co-host of a syndicated financial news radio show, and then as the first woman to host a talk radio morning yeah. show in a top 10 market. Um Talk a little bit about that transition yeah. from well, television to sure, radio. Sure, absolutely. First off, when we say the first woman, that was, you know, that was AM talk. Um, yes. I was on a different radio station here in the market. And um, it was it was a big adjustment for me. Mm-hmm. It really was. Yeah. The first thing was that that was a radio station that wanted to hear my opinion. And I had never given my opinion in a public forum Ever. Right. So it was very hard for me to say, I. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it really was. Right. And management, you know, had to work with me and was constantly reminding me that they were paying me to hear what I thought. Yes. You know, um, so that was that was an adjustment. And I think you're more vulnerable, right? Because when you're doing the mm-hmm. news, you're reciting absolutely a story that's outside of yourself, right? And when you're doing radio and you're talking about your take on something, your mm-hmm. opinions on something, it's you. And so you, you're you just sort of a little more exposed, Most I want to say. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And this was talk radio, so it gave people an opportunity to it pick goes up the deep. phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it goes <laughs> and deep. To call. And, um, you know, something you have to learn very quickly, and I know you ladies know this mm-hmm. just from your radio experience here and mm-hmm. talking with fans. Um, you can't please everyone every day. That's right. You just can't. You no. gotta be ready to take and, it. And uh, yeah. it takes a while to sort of adjust to that. For sure. For those of you just joining us, good morning and welcome to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Sue Tab, along with my co-host Kendra Petroni. And today we are talking with Kim Kerrigan about her incredible career in broadcast journalism And we're going to talk about her brand new venture, a podcast called Kerrigan and Company. Let's find out more about that. All right, Kim, spill it. What can listeners expect (laughs) from your new podcast, Kerrigan and Company? I know it just launched last week. What's the concept behind it? What kind of things will you be chatting about? Who will you be chatting with? Yes, absolutely. Well, let me tell you. Um, Kerrigan and Company has been in the works for about six months. Uh, after I left Bloomberg, I wanted some time off, but I knew that I wanted to go back to something. Mm-hmm. So um, the wheels started to, you know, to roll, and we put them in motion. And we weren't really exactly sure even what the concept was going to be, and it, it, it wasn't named Kerrigan Company at that point. But slowly but surely, it started to define itself, and we started to get more and more support. And when I say we, um, my executive producer is Dave Thompson, and Dave and I worked on this together. And um, so we ultimately partnered with Big Night Media, 
And Big Night Media has a brand new podcast studio uh, that is at the TD Garden, and um, it's a really oh, cool awesome. location. I it's saw your video. Really you awesome. did a little walkthrough, yeah, and it's, it's a neat really place. cool. Yeah, yeah, it really is. All glass. It looks out. It's, mm-hmm. it's really cool. But um, anyway, so I was thrilled, 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 thrilled that they were interested in, in um, partnering with us. And we decided that we would go in this podcast direction because we all have 20-somethings in our lives, and 20-somethings don't listen to anything but podcasts. I think we've Correct. all figured this out. Yes. Changing, right. It really is changing. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed them, too. Um, but I guess I had never really thought about their impact. And so I started to do some research and realized that this really is a, a medium out there that is um, yeah. not coming of age. It is of age. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it exists and it's out there, you know. So anyway, um, we decided that what would be kind of interesting would be to call it Kerrigan and Company. And each week, it drops once a week, um, I would have a different co-host. And a different co-host would bring a different energy That's to cool. the studio yeah. mm-hmm. every single week. So um, Kerrigan and Company was born, and uh, it is the it's sort of dry. It's this is our my TV background. You know, I can't just go into something and just let it flow. So um, <laughs> it is sort of structured, unlike maybe um, your average. Um, podcast a little bit of that too yeah i I I think anybody would right right. yeah so and i think when i'm listening to them i sort of like that idea you know yeah so anyway it starts with um the introduction of the co-host and the co-host and i are going to spend some time together just chatting about our relationship how we might know one another what we have in common so on and so forth uh fun chatter and then we'll bring in our our guest and we'll have a guest um, who we will interview together. Mm-hmm. And that guest, um, we hope, is someone that I, I'm, we're working very hard to book the show in a way that the guest is of interest to the co host. Well, that's what I was well. going to ask. What can you tell us about the guest? Or well, so maybe let me the give you this week. I, I can tell you, our first one was this last week, and my co host was Lenny Clark, the comedian. Oh, love him. And um, Lenny you is. You don't get more Boston than that. I got to tell right? you. <laughs> I, it, it, Lenny had my side hurt so bad, you know, when it was all said and done. I want to be a ghostwriter for him. He needs to write books, yeah. the, the stories he can tell. But Lenny was terrific. And Lenny is on a new hit NBC That's sitcom right. um, and it's called Extended Family. Yeah, I was going to say family. It's yeah. family something. And yeah. Extended Family is about Wick Grousebeck's family. It's based loosely on his family, it's the really? owner of the Boston Celtics. So Wick's wife, Amelia Fazolari, was our guest on the show. Amelia is the executive chairman of Sincoro Tequila. So not only did she bring samples, she, oh, we had samples, my friend. And might I suggest everyone try that before yes. the week is out. But um, she so she's also a producer on the show. So it was oh, just wow. great to talk to Lenny about anything and everything and the show and it was terrific to talk to her about having a sitcom about your life and you know what this is all about so they could relate to one another uh in a really terrific way and then we talked about what it's like to be the chairman you know as a as a woman chairman of a spirits company is not an easy thing i don't think it's easy period but then to be a woman it's a very competitive male dominated Dominated field field. um her co-founder there are five of them in total but the person who runs it alongside her is michael jordan 
Mm. What? So you do have a pretty good guy to, you know, be (laughs) sort of muscling his way in for you. Um, Not that Amelia needs anyone muscling anything for her. But uh, But I think even if you have an established way in you still have to keep it up I Absolutely. mean, you can't just show up and assume oh, no, that you your gotta name bring or your it. family or whoever yeah. can keep it going you still have to you bet. prove something yourself yeah. so yeah. It's, she's a hot it's ticket easy. and uh it was uh, the show was really great she shared a lot of really fun things about first of all about the nbc show and the background and how the you know about her family That's and really some cool. of the ins and outs she also talked to us about sincoro sincoro tequila is this high brand and it has this big absolutely magnificent bottle and as it turns out this bottle michael jordan actually commissioned this bottle oh. and it has 23 different angles in hmm. it the bottom of the bottle, it's at 23 degrees. The top of it is 23 degrees. Of course, all related to his, his number. number. Yeah. Yes. And clever. if you took That's 23 clever. of the bottles and you put them in a circle because their edges would touch and they would make a circle, it would be the circumference of the tip-off circle of an NBA court. My God, who thinks of that? Like, I know. That's, no, but it's clever. Isn't that amazing? Because there's so much to that, and it makes people talk about it. You bet. It, it, it engages people, so that's really, really clever. So um, she was a terrific guest, and yeah. to get all those little tidbits into the podcast was just really great, and we enjoyed it. So Lenny was on your first show, your yes. first episode. Can you tell us who's on this Tuesday's episode? I can. Um, Jean Levanchi is going to oh! be my co-host. Oh, we love Jean. So, um... You know, in these first in these first podcasts, some advice from people who have done them for a long time. They said, "Have people on you're very comfortable mm-hmm. with, yes, because you just want to be comfortable Absolutely. and kind of figure out, you know, all the yeah. ins and outs." So, Jean is my Jean is my co-host, and our guest this week is Casey Sherman. And I don't know if you ladies know Casey, but Casey is a best-selling yes. author. And he his books have uh, a lot been of marathon. He's done a lot with Patriots the marathon, Day. Right? Yeah, was the, was his movie. Oh, okay. And yep. right, a number wow. of of movies and books. And Casey was my show producer when I worked at Channel Four. And uh, Life so he comes and I, full circle. you bet we have we have does. some amazing yeah. history to share. That's and fun. he's about to drop another book, and it's already in development for a movie. Wow. So he'll be with us on Tuesday to chat, and Gene knows him very well, and so we'll talk about all of those fun things. Tell people listening, so you um, actually record the podcast on Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. How can they get it, and how can they follow you on social media? Absolutely. So, again, the name of it is Kerrigan and Company. Um, It is recorded both audio and video. So you can watch it on YouTube, and that you would find at Kerrigan and Company. Um, you can also get it anywhere you get your podcast. Yeah. So that would c- include the likes of Spotify and uh, Apple and Pandora and iHeart and yeah. so on and so forth. Um, and then you can also follow us, which I really hope that you will, because this is where we give our clues of about course. who's going to be the next, you know, um, co-hosts. And you can do that um, on Instagram and on Facebook and on TikTok and, you know, anywhere, all social media locations. And we are at Kerrigan and Company. Um, and we have some um, we have some co-hosts coming up that I think uh, you'll certainly recognize their names and you'll know them. And 
I, I like to say, and I'm not patting myself on the back here, but uh, we have some real A-listers. And we're going to link everybody over too. So for anybody listening, we'll we'll link everyone over to your social pages, to all of your, you know, all of the links right on magic1067.com. So one click and they can find it. Uh, We just have a few minutes left, but we still want to talk a little bit about some of the people who've maybe inspired you throughout your career. So are there any, any people in, you know, specifically any mentors or anyone who's influenced your journey along the way to get you here? Well, yes. Um, and probably too many to mention, that is for certain. But I, I think one of the, the great things is I've had a lot of uh, women who have been so supportive of me. And yeah. it's a really tough business, and you guys know that. Yes. And uh, women aren't always as supportive as they should be. Correct. And um, I've, been, mm-hmm. I've been blessed. Um, early on in my career, I had an agent that took me on um, out of a big agency in New York, and it was a woman. And she guided me through the early parts of my career so that I could jump from markets in the Midwest to the East Coast and to, at the time when I came to Boston, it was market number five, with New York being number one. And um, she was, I think, probably one of the the greatest mentors that I I had along the way. She believed in me. She -hmm. stood by me. Um, And then the the namesake of the agency took over And when I got here. And he was a man, so that didn't matter. And he, too, was the same way. And um, they held my hand. You know, it's not often that people whose blood is not running through your veins mm-hmm. will stand by you and hold Correct. your hand. That's so, so true. Um, mm-hmm. he was uh, terrific. He has since passed away, but uh, he's somebody that was so instrumental in who I am today. Yeah. So. One last question. Um, anything that you would tell your 21-year-old self today based mm-hmm. on the experiences you've had throughout your life? I think I would tell myself to enjoy it more. And I know that's such a cliche. But it's the truth. I mean, it's easy to say when you're standing on this side and you're looking back. Um, But it was, I was always so anxious to keep moving. I was so afraid I was going to miss a window. Mm -hmm. I was so afraid, um, you know, that I would, I would be resting and miss an opportunity. And uh, in the end, I think they would have come to me um, Mm -hmm. either way, you know, uh, again, because of some of those great people who were around me Mm -hmm. and the support that I have of my family and my fabulous husband of 35 years who has always been in my corner so yes um, and you have two great kids and I always know Kim because you and I were pregnant I think both times at the same time and I would watch you on the air did she go yet (laughs) (laughs) we have kids very very similar ages so um, having a family to support your career goals is so important because it's not an easy you know a lot of times you put in weird hours it's not an easy it's not an easy choice That's exactly right. It's not an easy choice. But so. you are you make it look good and you make it look flawless and easy. And before we let you go, just say again, Kerrigan and Company, where they can find it. Kerrigan and Company. And you can find it on Instagram. You can find it on Facebook, TikTok. And you can actually find the podcast itself on YouTube. And you can, of course, find it wherever. I love this line. Wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, that's <laughs> it. Well, Kim, I can't thank you enough. Kendra and I are thrilled that you shared a little bit of time with us this morning. Uh, We are so excited to tune into Kerrigan and Company, uh, and we wish you luck in this new and exciting venture, and we know lots and lots and lots of people will be listening and tuning in. Thank you both. 
Kim Carrigan has been in the spotlight today. I'm Kendra Petroni, and on behalf of myself and my co-host, Sue Tab, I want to thank you for listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. It's always our honor and privilege to shine a light on the changemakers and to provide a platform for people who are out doing meaningful work in our communities. Thank you for paying attention and for helping us create engaging programming. We love hearing from you, so if you know someone who's making a difference, just email us or send us a message on our Magic Facebook page. You can also follow us, by the way, on Instagram, I'm Sue.Tab, Kendra the Entertainer, and then join us every Sunday morning at 7.30 for another edition of Exceptional Women. Have a great day, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put 
put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.